between. Discover our new world. Visit voiceamerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. Voiceamerica.tv. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Influencers lead, but on Twitter, they also follow. Check out what the influencers are saying and talk back to us with your great ideas. Follow the Voice America Influencers channel on Twitter at VA Influencers. That's at VA Influencers and join in. Influencers lead, but on Twitter, they also follow. Check out what the influencers are saying and talk back to us with your great ideas. Follow the Voice America Influencers channel on Twitter at VA Influencers. That's at VA Influencers and join in. Welcome to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. If you're ready for inspiration and tips to improve your life, hear what some of the fascinating minds of today have to say. Our hope is that you'll live your passion and inspire the world. And now, here is your host, Allison H. Larson. Good morning and welcome to Spotlight. Today's show is all about gratitude. And not only is it about gratitude, 
It's about the power of gratitude and giving. That's right, the power of gratitude and giving. And in today's day and age where so many people feel disempowered, where we feel like we're out of control of things that are happening in the world with the craziness of COVID, with the drama of the elections, I often find myself asking, what do I have control over? What do I have power over? And uh, I do have power over my thoughts. I do have power over my emotions. It's something that we call emotional sovereignty. And so do you. And it's really interesting as I thought about today's show topic. And of course, uh, we're this show is live and it's the week of Thanksgiving and it seems like gratitude is natural, but also so much more than that. It's, it's about feeling empowered in this time of disempowerment. It's about reclaiming our emotional sovereignty. It's about allowing us to define our circumstances rather than our circumstances to define us. And one of the things that was quoted by our, or Albert Einstein is often attributed as saying this is we get to decide if this is a friendly world or a hostile world. We get to decide if our life is blessed or cursed. We get to decide if we step into gratitude daily for the many things that we're thankful for and focus on what we do have or whether we step into this feeling of lack and focusing on the things that we don't have or focusing on sorrow. And I want to start off the show by saying it's okay to feel sorrow. It's okay to feel angry. We're going to have these emotions and feel these things, but it's also really powerful to know how we raise those emotional frequencies. And for those of you who are familiar, there's a gentleman named David, Dr. David Hawkins, who wrote the book Power Versus Force. If you aren't familiar with this book, go and check it out. It's an amazing book. But in this book, Dr. David Hawkins did some research. And this is what he found. He found that we're actually able to measure the frequency of our thought field. And when we're feeling certain emotions or when we're having certain thoughts, the frequency of the thought field is higher when we have thoughts such as gratitude and love and acceptance, that those frequencies are vibrating at a higher resonance than the frequencies of, say, guilt and shame and anger. And not only that, but it's really interesting is he went on to do his research and he wrote his second book in the eye of the eye. He discovered something else. He discovered that there is a counterbalance and a balance to everything. So for every uh, good thing you do, it balances out a bad thing in the universe. For every time we step into a positive frequency, it balances out the negative frequency. It's kind of like light. And when you shine light in the darkness, the darkness ceases to exist to a certain extent, depending on how powerful the light is. And in his research, he discovered that one person resonating at the frequency of gratitude and unconditional love actually counterbalances the negative effect of 90,000 people resonating at a frequency of guilt and shame. Let me say that one more time. One person resonating at the frequency of unconditional love and gratitude counterbalances the frequency of 90,000 people that are resonating or vibrating at a frequency of hate and anger, guilt and shame. So just by stepping into gratitude, not only is it going to help you, which I think all of us have felt the effects of gratitude, and I'll talk more about that, but it's going to have this counterbalance in the world. It's going to create 
this ripple effect. And even with people you don't know, just by having the frequency of gratitude and unconditional love, it will affect the world. So that's the importance of gratitude. And I also, as I thought about talking about gratitude during this show, as I thought about Thanksgiving coming up, I I also wanted to address the power of giving. So gratitude and giving, I think, go hand in hand. We can't help but want to give when we are in this emotional frequency of gratitude. And I just wanted to share with you why giving is so impactful and so important. Research has shown that when someone gives, so if I'm going to give to somebody, when someone gives, that not only does it feel good, the reason why it feels good is because a little dose of serotonin is released in the brain. Now, serotonin is what a lot of antidepressants actually create more of in the brain. So when people are feeling depressed, they go and get antidepressants. It creates more serotonin and they feel better. Well, a natural way of doing this is by giving. When you give to somebody, when you are the one giving to somebody, you have this natural dose of serotonin that's released in your brain that makes you feel better, feel happier. And not only that, but did you know that it actually increases your immunity? When you give to somebody, your immune system is strengthened and you have a stronger immune function. So I want you to think about that. Now, not only that... Not only that, but when you give to somebody, the person receiving also has a similar effect. They have this little chemical hit of serotonin released in their brain so that they feel better and their immunity strengthened. And not only that, but this is, this is the other thing, the observer of the act of kindness. So if someone is watching you give or someone hears about you giving, this is why we feel so good when we hear about these stories of somebody doing something for somebody else. When we hear those stories of somebody doing something for somebody else, we feel really good because we get a little hit of serotonin in our brain, makes us feel happier and our immune systems actually actually strengthen and increase. So if you want to feel like you have more power in your life, then step into gratitude and have this high frequency, knowing that this resonance of gratitude is counterbalancing the negative effect of 90,000 people that are stuck in guilt and shame and give back and know that by giving and sharing your giving with others and allowing people to see, and as you write about on Facebook, you're going to feel better, you're going to be healthier, and you're going to help them feel better and be healthier too. And how powerful is that when we talk about the the coronavirus and the people that are getting sick? So you do have the power to do that. So let's, let's talk about gratitude because it can be really easy to think about being grateful. But when we're in these moments of depression, when we're in these moments of defeat, when we're feeling this guilt and the shame and this anger and the sorrow, and we feel like the world around us is crumbling, stepping into gratitude sometimes can be challenging. It can be hard. I... I remember times in my life where I felt like there wasn't a lot to be grateful for, where I felt really defeated. I remember one time in particular, this was in 2008 and um, 2009, and it's when the market crashed. And I remember my ex-husband at the time was in construction. 
And we lived in Boise, Idaho. Construction had been booming and he was making all this money and we were building houses and flipping them so that we could make money. And life just seemed so good and everything was going great. And we had just built this beautiful dream house in the subdivision. And we were going to flip the house after a year and a half and then build that same dream house on some land on a location that we just loved. Um, and, and everything what seemed to be just flowing amazingly. We just got back from a trip to Disneyland with our four kids. And then suddenly the market crashed. And when the market crashed, not only did our house value go way down, we built this house for cost. So we'd, when we built it, we had hundreds of thousands of dollars of equity in it. The value of the house went down to half of what we paid to build it, half of the cost that it cost us to build this house. And my ex-husband, who was in construction, all of a sudden, all the construction halted. It ceased. And the income started drying up the money that he had been bringing in. And I remember thinking, wow, I don't know if we're going to make it. In fact, at this time, I remember waking up one morning and thinking, we're going to have to declare bankruptcy and lose the house unless I do something. And so I started a business. I became an entrepreneur to try and make ends meet. And during this time, immediately after the downturn of the market, we were literally living off of our food storage. We had four children. And luckily, I had put away some food for a rainy day and we were struggling to make ends meet. I remember eating this pasta that I had in food storage for nights on end. And the nights we didn't eat the pasta, we would eat some kind of potato recipe because my husband's uncle owned a potato farm and he'd given us some boxes of free potatoes. And luckily my, my ex-husband's father-in-law, he uh, owned some steers and one of the steers had got his leg cut, uh, caught in the fence. And so they had to slaughter him. So we had some hamburger, but it was like this, Every night before dinner, the struggle to try and make ends meet, the struggle to try and figure out what I was going to even feed my four children. I remember every month when the house payment came due, just wondering and praying that we would be able to make that house payment. And it was a really hard time for us. And it was coming up to Thanksgiving. And I didn't know, I, we couldn't even travel for Thanksgiving that year because we felt like we didn't have the funds to put gas in our car to drive five hours to my parents' house. So we are gonna just do a Thanksgiving at home and, and I didn't even think we had the money to be able to afford the fixings that we usually did. I thought maybe one pie, a turkey, you know, some potatoes because we had lots of potatoes. <laughs> and, and at this time, it was really hard to find things to be grateful for. And I remember feeling quite depressed at this time and feeling like we were stuck. And I started focusing on all the things that were going wrong, the money we didn't have, the Thanksgiving that we weren't going to have with family, the things that we weren't going to eat, the activities that my kids couldn't do because we couldn't afford them, you know? And at this time, Every year around Thanksgiving in the past, we would pick a family in our community in need and we would put together a box with a turkey and some pies and potatoes and all the fixings for an amazing Thanksgiving dinner. And then we'd go and drop a box off to their doorstep. We'd ring the doorbell and run away and just leave this box anonymously. 
And this year I, I thought we aren't even going to have money to have a Thanksgiving for ourselves. So we just aren't going to mention it. We aren't going to bring it up to the kids. It's just not going to happen this year. And then one day my daughter came and she was about eight years old. And she said, mom, dad, when are we going to do the Thanksgiving box this year? I love doing that. And I remember looking at her and I just didn't have the heart to tell her that we couldn't do it. Here we were, we were living in this amazing big house. We had a roof over our head, even though food seemed a little scarcer than it had in the past. And maybe we didn't have as much of a variety. We still had food to eat every night. And I said, oh, well, let me talk to your dad about it, honey. And we'll let you know tomorrow. And that night, I remember going to bed and talking with my ex-husband and bringing this up to him. And we decided that we were going to do the Thanksgiving box, that whatever sacrifice we need to make, even if we went even more without than we were, that we were going to put together this Thanksgiving box. So we did. The next day, we went out with the kids. And instead of buying stuff for our Thanksgiving dinner, we bought stuff for somebody who was less fortunate than us. And the lady who we decided on as a family that morning was a lady who went to our church, a lady who was divorced and raising three kids and had a lot of health challenges and was living in a little dumpy um, rental house that was just falling apart. And we decided that she could use a little Christmas cheer, a little Thanksgiving dinner and so as we shopped and put together this box, an interesting thing started happening. As I stopped focusing on what we didn't have and started focusing on what we could give, started focusing on how we could help this lady, all of a sudden I started thinking about all the things that we were grateful for. I started to think about and, and, and really appreciate that we had a house. I started to think about and appreciate our health. I started to think about and appreciate that we did have food to eat. And suddenly my attitude shifted. It shifted from that of being angry and being in struggle and being in sorrow that we didn't have a lack to being in gratitude and to feeling that we were abundant. And as we dropped that package off to her door that night and rang the doorbell and ran away, I felt better than I had felt in months. And when I woke up the next morning, my mind was flooded again with all of the things that I had for the many things that I had to be thankful for in my life. And instead of waking up feeling this weight on my shoulder, I woke up feeling light. I woke up feeling happy. And then when we were at church that Sunday, after eating our Thanksgiving dinner, which wasn't the fanciest, but nobody even cared. Nobody noticed. We played games and we had plenty to eat. And then Sunday at church, I was at a, in a group, a circle of people talking, and this lady was there. And she said, I want to tell you guys what happened. She said earlier in this, the week before Thanksgiving, she'd been feeling so sad and so depressed that she was going to have to take her kids to down to the homeless shelter, the, to the food bank to get food for Thanksgiving dinner. And she just didn't want to do that. She felt alone and felt sick and felt helpless. And then she said something happened. She said, as I sat there one night, I just started praying to God. God, do you love me? Do you care about me? Can you help me? She said within minutes, the doorbell rang. And there on her doorstep was a Thanksgiving dinner. 
And she said, I don't know if it was from God's angels or if it was just an angel that was here on earth. But in that moment, I knew that God loved me and that he cared about me. And she said the next morning she woke up feeling that a weight had been lifted off her shoulders. And instead of thinking about all her problems, instead, she started thinking about all the things she was thankful for. And she didn't even know we were the ones that left it. But as she shared the story with tears in her eyes, as she shared the gratitude that she had for answered prayers, as she shared the effect that it had on her. And then as she shared that by her stepping into gratitude that her children started being happier and feeling more love. And she said the past few days had been so wonderful because instead of focusing on what they didn't have, they just felt loved. And it was amazing because as I looked around at people standing in that circle, even though she had no idea it was us that had dropped off that basket and tears were streaming down my face, I looked at the faces of the people that were there she was sharing. I looked at the tears in their eyes and the warmth on their faces and listened as they then expressed their gratitude for the things in their life. And I knew that this had had a profound effect. And that is the power of gratitude. That's the power of giving. It can change people. It can change lives. So as we go to break right now, I just want you to contemplate and think about a time in your life when you were maybe stuck and not feeling sorry for yourself or not being able to express gratitude, a time in which you chose to give, a time in which you chose to feel grateful and how that changed your frequency and affected the people around you. And when we come back more on gratitude and giving, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We get Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Sophia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. 
Welcome back to Spotlight. If you're just joining us, today's show is all about gratitude and giving. And it's about not only gratitude and giving, but the power of gratitude and giving. In the first segment, I shared some statistics that when we step into this place of gratitude, we're resonating at a higher frequency. That frequency actually counterbalances people that are stuck in negativity, that are stuck in shame and guilt. I shared a statistic about how when we give back, when we serve, when we're in gratitude, that it releases serotonin in our brain, which helps us to feel happier and it increases and boosts our immunity. And not only ours, but the people we serve and also the observers. And I shared a story about when I felt so stuck, when I felt like I couldn't give back, when I was stuck in this negativity around Thanksgiving right after the, the crash of the market in 2007, 2008, and how I was able to change that by giving back inspired by my daughter and how that helped me feel empowered and how that helped the person we were serving feel empowered and the observers of the acts of service. So for those of you right now that are wanting to step into a higher level of gratitude, who are wanting to make a difference in the world, but aren't quite knowing how to do that, I want to give you some easy tools to be able to raise your vibrational frequency, to be able to step into this space of gratitude. And these are things that you can do right now. And by the end of the show, and hopefully you're already feeling this just by me sharing the stories that I have with you, the story that I have with you, hopefully by the end of the show, you'll feel your frequency raised. But the first thing that I do when I'm feeling stuck, when I'm feeling like, hey, I'm definitely not resonating at a high frequency right now, you know what I'm talking about, right? Maybe I wake up in the morning and I'm grumpy, or maybe I'm turning, I'm listening to the news and I'm feeling overwhelmed and feeling like there's so much chaos in the world, or a friend calls and tells me they have COVID. This is something I do to help me step into that space of gratitude. So the first thing that I do is I start thinking about five things in my life. I write down five things in my life that I've been thankful for in the past 24 hours. So you can do this exercise with me right now. If you have a notepad or pen, you can write it down. That's the most powerful way to do it. If you don't, if you're in the car, if you're just listening right now, I just want you to think in your head. I want you to list five things Either things that have happened to you or things that you've observed in the past 24 hours for which you have to be grateful. So five things for which you have to be really grateful. As I reflect back and I think back, one of the first things that comes to my mind is yesterday, uh, we, Gerald and I went to Top Golf with our daughter, Addie and um, Addison, and we had such a fun time there. We met some of Gerald's brothers there, and then we went to pick up our friends at the airport. And as we were driving, we we're a little bit early, but we didn't want to go home. We were a little bit early and all of a sudden off to the side in the, the, the yard of this church, we see this beautiful tree. And this tree is about oh, maybe 50 or 60 feet tall. It's a really big tree. And somebody had taken the time to wrap each branch, the trunk and each branch of this tree in lights. There were tens of thousands of white lights lighting up this beautiful tree from the trunk all the way up to the branches. And so Gerald turned on his blinker and pulled the car over. And we got out of the car and took some pictures by this tree and just walked around it in awe. 
But as I think back to the past 24 hours, I'm so thankful for that experience. I'm so thankful for the person that would, or the people that would take the time, the hours and hours it must have taken to wrap this entire tree in these beautiful lights so that we could see and enjoy that. And then listening to Christmas music afterwards. So one of the things I'm thankful for is the experience with the tree. Another thing that I'm really grateful for is yesterday, a friend of ours stopped by and she brought us this beautiful poinsettia plant. And it was so beautiful to see her and to receive that gift from her. Another thing that I'm thankful for was the opportunity that I had to get on and, and participate in the gratitude challenge that we're doing with our legendary tribe. And there, there are more things I can think to be thankful for, but think in the past 24 hours, what are five specific things that you have to feel grateful for? And as you think about these things, allow that emotion of gratitude to start to swell within your heart as you think about these five things that you're grateful for. The next thing I do is I then think about what is one thing that I'm really grateful for about my body what is one thing I'm really grateful for about my body? So again, if you're participating, you can write this down or you can just think about it in your head. What is one thing you're really grateful for about your body? And one of the things that I'm really grateful for are my feet. I used to have so much shame around my feet. I have this really big, big toe and people used to make fun of me for it. And then I started doing reflexology and I realized that the reflex points for the brain are in the big toe. So I'm actually super smart. And I started having this appreciation for my feet. And as I think about it, I think about my feet that carried me, that walked me to top golf yesterday. I think about my feet that have allowed me to jump and run and play with my kids. I think about my feet that have walked all over the, the world that took me to the Dominican Republic and Costa Rica and Nepal this past year for my feet that allow me to stand, that uh, allow me to do so many amazing things. And just think right now, what is one part of your body in which you feel gratitude for? And just send gratitude to that part of your body. So again, the formula is number one, think about five things that you're really grateful for, five things in the past 24 hours that have come into your life, experiences, people, moments that you're grateful for and write those down or think about those specifically in your head. And then next, Think about one part of your body for which you're really grateful for and just send gratitude to that part of your body. And notice, are you feeling better already? Next step, think about one person in your life for whom you're really grateful. Think about one person in your life right now that you feel a lot of gratitude and love towards. Maybe it's someone that's served you, someone that's made a difference. Who's one person in your life? And this could be a person that's close to you, or it could be a person that you, you just met yesterday. Maybe someone who smiled at you at the supermarket. But who's one person that you're really, really grateful for? And in this moment, as I think and reflect on this, I just the, the name of my daughter Annabelle pops into my mind. And I'm so grateful for her. Yesterday, she sent me this, just this text message, a random text message, mom, I love you. And it just brought tears mm. to my eyes. I'm so thankful for the role that she plays in my life. I'm so thankful for the support that she is to me, for the love that she shares with me, for the gratitude that she has in her heart. So I want you to think of who is that one person that you feel a lot of gratitude for? 
Okay, so first part of the formula is the gratitude. Think of five things you're thankful for that have happened in the past 24 hours. Think of one person or think of one thing in you, in you that you're grateful for. And then think of one person for whom you're really grateful for. Now comes the giving formula. That one person that you're really grateful for, just send them a text right now. Right now, as you're listening to this radio show, pick up your phone and just send a text to that person telling them how grateful you are for them right now. And if you feel inspired to when the show's over, you can give them a call. You can write them a handwritten letter. Just right now, just send that gratitude. Give that gratitude back. How often do we think of somebody and we think about how much we love them or how much we're grateful for them, but we don't tell them. Give that gratitude back to them. Give that gratitude back to them. And just think. We took a little bit longer than we would normally because I shared stories with you in between, but how long did this take? How long did it take to think of five things that you're grateful for in the last 24 hours, to think of one thing you're grateful for about yourself or your body, and to think of one person you're grateful for and send them a quick text? Only has to take a minute or two, but notice right now are you feeling even more grateful? Do you feel a little bit happier and healthier right now than you did just a few moments ago? And if you want a bonus, think of an act of kindness. Think of an act of kindness that you can do today. An act of kindness for somebody else. I remember the other night, it was, uh, it was interesting. My my son. So I, I feel really inspired to share this story and I wasn't going to share the whole thing, but I feel like there's somebody out here there that needs to hear this right now. Um, Gerald, my husband, who we just got married three weeks ago. So amazing in Dominican Republic. But Gerald and I went to Phoenix. We traveled to Phoenix where some of my kids live to spend some time with them a week and a half ago. And we had these big plans and these big expectations and, and we had these fun activities planned and we had arrived and my son was sick. He wasn't horribly sick, but because of COVID and things, he didn't want to go out. We had to cancel our plans and I had this moment of thinking, oh, what a waste of time. What a waste of money. This moment of falling into this feeling of ugh, this low frequency emotion, sadness, sorrow, anger that plans didn't work out angry that we'd wasted our time and money. And then I thought, no, I want to shift this. I want to shift this. So I thought about the five things I was thankful for for the past 24 hours. thought of a part of my body I was thankful for. And I thought of a person I was thankful for. I thought about how grateful I was for Gerald. And suddenly I started thinking, wow, we could create magic over these two days. We could have a second honeymoon here. And as I stepped into gratitude, I started thinking about all the wonderful things we could create. And we ended up going on a bike ride and eating lunch. And then we thought, how can we serve my son who wasn't feeling well? And we spent the next couple of hours shopping and putting together a care package, a, a care package for him, which we ended up dropping off at the door. And then we pulled out in the car and watched as he answered the door and his face lit up. He saw all these things. There was um, books that he loved in there. There were some treats and drinks that he loved. We put together a, a little bag of, of this a drink that helps boost your immunity from Gerald's brother, Clint, who's a master healer, put a fuzzy born blanket in there. And it felt so good to see his face light up as he, as he got that. 
And then later that night, Gerald and I went to dinner and we purchased an extra blanket at the store. And we've been inspired by a Facebook post that Gerald's brother made earlier to give this blanket to somebody who was sleeping on the street. And we walked around and we saw a man who was sleeping on just cardboard on the street with a little jacket balled up under his head. So we went back to the car and we got the blanket and unwrapped it and Gerald said, Allison, infuse this blanket with a lot of love. And so I did. And then I watched as Gerald went over and just very tenderly placed this beautiful, warm, fuzzy blanket on this gentleman sleeping on the street. And he never woke up. He never, there wasn't, thank you. There wasn't that moment of watching his face like up, light up like we'd seen with my son earlier in the week. But we knew that he would be warm that night. We knew that he would wake up the next morning and we hoped that he would feel loved. And that felt so good. That feeling was amazing. And it was just a small act. It was a simple give back. But it just felt better than any amount of money I could receive. I felt so happy and so light. And I felt so loved, even though I'd been the one giving back. So if you want a bonus to this formula for raising your frequency, for boosting your immunity, for creating more happiness in your life, then find somebody to give back to a random act of kindness. Buy a meal for somebody behind you in the, the fast food line next time you go through the drive-thru. Do a simple act of service. Even if it's a kind word to somebody, even if it's smiling at the cashier at the grocery store and telling her how beautiful she looks today. Whatever that is, think of an act of kindness and just notice how it makes you feel and how it makes the other person feel. And then maybe think about sharing it. Share it with your kids, with your family, with your friends. As we dropped a COVID care package off to one of our friends who was struggling with COVID, we dropped some flowers and, and a little treat off to a friend earlier in the week. And our daughter, Addie, was with us. As she saw that act of kindness, she, the next morning, we, you know, she woke up and she said, wow, that, it felt so good in my heart when we dropped flowers off to that lady. You'll be inspiring people around you. And speaking of inspiration, we've only got a few minutes till break, but I wanted to introduce Lori Richens. When we come back from break, she's going to be sharing her family first segment. And she's going to be sharing with you some stories about gratitude and give back. So Lori, uh, we'll have you share your story after break, but I, I would love to hear just a couple of your thoughts on the power of gratitude and giving. Oh, yes, I have had the opportunity of late to participate um, not only in what you have been doing regarding focusing on gratitude, but um, people globally have also been um, doing a program called Give Thanks, where we've been posting positive uh, expressions of gratitude for anything and everything in our lives and just flooding social media with that. And uh, what a what a change of the tide, what a change of uh, just the feelings that have been permeating our hearts and our minds and our homes as we contemplate what we're going to post for the day. So uh, thank you so much for allowing me to share this upcoming story that's going to come after the break, mm -hmm. which is going to just endorse all the more the, the beauty of what happens. Uh, this story that I'm going to share is about the power of gratitude to actually heal the body. So I'm looking forward mm -hmm. to sharing that. Oh, beautiful. We can't wait for that. And it's so interesting. Uh, as Lori mentioned, we ended up doing this 
gratitude and give back challenge with our legendary tribe. Um, if there's anybody feeling inspired to still join that challenge, there's still a couple of days left. That's legendarygratitude.com. You can register there. It's totally for free, but that's legendarygratitude.com. We've been giving this, doing these challenges for gratitude, challenging people to post on social media and doing give backs with them. It was interesting because when we were in Arizona, we actually went on a hike and got this download for this idea for this legendary challenge. And the day after we started, um, the LDS church, the Mormon church came out with the same uh, idea and concept of this gratitude challenge. And it was just a confirmation to me that um, right now the world needs gratitude. Right now, when our social media and our news and everything has been flooded with the turmoil and drama and, and anger and fear, that we need to create more gratitude in the world. And it's been so fun to see all of these gratitude posts, to see so many people in gratitude. And again, remember the effect that when you share in gratitude, when you share things that you're grateful for, when you share your acts of kindness, you're actually helping the people that observe those that are reading about those to feel happier, to have that little dose of serotonin in their brains, and you're actually helping them increase their immunity. So it's been so wonderful to see this flood of gratitude from our challenge, from the challenge with the LDS church, from other people that are just stepping into gratitude around this time of year. When we come back, Lori Richens will be sharing a story about gratitude and healing on our Family First segment. Cannot wait to hear that. So don't go anywhere. And during this break, just reflect. Reflect on the ways that you can give back. Maybe come up with a way to give back an act of kindness or an act of service that you can do over the next 24 hours. We'll be right back. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune into Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and get amplified. If you want to join the ranks of the influencers, you've got to think like an influencer. How about joining one of the top influencers in the world, Leonard Kim, for Grow Your Influence Tree. Leonard and his guests discuss the topics that aspiring influencers need to know, from brand building to getting yourself published and growing your audience. There's a bunch of fun and even some twists involved to keep you on your toes. You just have to listen every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7.
You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back. Today's show is all about gratitude and give back. On the last segment, I shared a secret formula. It's not so secret anymore, but it's my formula for being able to raise my frequency of gratitude, of being able to give back. And uh, just to recap that formula, for those of you that are just joining us, number one, when you're feeling stuck, when you're feeling sad, when you're feeling in that low frequency, first thing that you do, think about five things that have happened over the next over the last 24 hours for which you're really grateful for. Just five experiences, people, things, five things to be grateful for during the past 24 hours. Number two, after you do that, write them down if you can. If you can't, just think of them in your head. Number two, think of one part of your body that you're really grateful for, one thing about yourself that you really appreciate and stepping into that gratitude. For me, I shared uh, that I'm grateful for my feet. Whatever part of that body it is, your hair, your eyes, your smell, your taste. I mean, during COVID, we can be thankful for our smell and taste. Um, Whatever that is, think about one thing that you're grateful for about yourself. And then step three, think about one person in your life for which you feel a lot of gratitude for. And then step into the give back. Text that person. If you haven't done already, text them right now. Just say, hey, I'm so grateful for you. I really appreciate you. I really love you. And then bonus, if you want bonus, you really want to feel good, really want to change and inspire the world, then do a random act of kindness. Serve somebody in some way today. Serve somebody in some way today. Pay for the person behind you in the drive-thru. Go put a blanket on a homeless person sleeping on the street. Find a way to serve your community. Find a way to serve your family. Find a way to serve your friend. Find a way to give back some way, shape, or form. Tell somebody at the supermarket how amazing they look that day. But do that give back. And as you do this, it's going to increase the serotonin in your brain, making you feel happier, and it'll increase your immunity, helping you feel healthier. It's going to affect the person that you're serving. It's going to affect the observers of the act of kindness. And remember, when you step into a frequency of love and gratitude and service, That counterbalances negative frequency. According to Dr. David Hawkins, one person resonating in the frequency of unconditional love and gratitude counterbalances 90,000 people resonating in guilt and shame. So just by you stepping into gratitude, you are doing something in the world. So without further ado, I am so excited to hear uh, Lori Richens, who does our Family First segment. Of course, Lori is a mother. She has a business where she helps people with energy work. She um, ran for political office in Idaho. Um, She is here to do our Family First segment. And I know Lori wants to share about gratitude and the power of healing. So Lori, can't wait to hear the story. Oh, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to teach this beautiful life lesson that I personally learned from the Richardson family. And uh, some years ago, uh, there were these four beautiful young teenagers who were driving in a car. Allison, I think you may have even heard about it. We've talked about this a little bit before over in our local area here in Idaho, and they were coming back from an evening dance. It was a church-sponsored event. And on their way home, Uh, The driver did not stop properly at um, a freeway intersection and ended up uh, 
being struck so severely that three of the girls that were in the car unfortunately passed away and the the one person who survived was a young man who was a close family friend and I want to share what I learned from that experience some years ago before that about 15 16 years ago I'd had a terrible um, crisis with my health and when I recovered I literally asked God if he would bless me to help others heal. And I didn't know what that would entail. There's all kinds of ways we can help people heal. We can help them heal through our touch. We can help them heal through our prayers, by our thoughts, holding their space, um, through just modalities that we learn. I didn't know how the Lord was going to use me in that capacity, but I offered myself wholly to him. And when this young man ended up being in this um, terrible accident, as quickly as I could, I drove to Boise where he was in the ICU, and I walked in and um, had a chance to comfort his mother and comfort his, her, his father and, and then to spend some time with Benny in um, the ICU myself. And he had tubes in his brain and his body, um, uh, you know, neck brace on. He just terrible abrasions. The car had flown uh, a tremendous difference or distance before it finally landed. And the only reason why he survived, I think, is because he was in a pocket underneath the dash and the passenger side that hadn't been crushed. And so it was a miracle that he even lived. But there are a couple of things I want to show that's so important about this story. As I was energetically working um, on his body, one thing that I could see in my mind and feel very clearly is he had all of this like energetic shrapnel floating around his head. So you can imagine being in a car where you're thrown and you've got glass that's breaking and you've got metal that's bending. I could still energetically feel all of that swirling around him. And I felt this great need to just take my hands and smooth all of that out and to let all of that shrapnel just settle to the ground so that his body could recover. And I had this distinct impression that the surgery that was done on his brain had worked. It had accomplished exactly what was meant to be done, and um, that was a very, very good sign. But as I had had a chance to converse with his mom, you could tell she was obviously and understandably absolutely consumed with fear and anxiety about the circumstances. So I talked to her and I talked to her husband about um, some things that they could do to help composure to return and faith to be restored. And one of the things I said is the highest frequency for healing is are the sensations of faith, of faith and gratitude. So I said, it's really important that when you are having those meltdowns, when you're having those moments of despair, do not step over the threshold of your son's ICU door, his hospital door. Do not take that into that space where he is trying so hard to heal because that will negate his ability to recover. So if you're going to be in that space and you need to have that anguish um, kind of uh, expressed, do so. Um, separately, but when you step in his room, everything has to be about gratitude and faith. And so I kind of gave her um, a list of things she could do. She could thank his organs. She could thank his body. She could thank Heavenly Father. She could thank the doctors and the nurses and each other and and um, just stay in a place of serenity and trust. 
And she recently posted with this Give Thanks Challenge, she was actually recounting what that was like for her during that period of time where she was indeed doing all of those things. Even though he was in a coma and he wasn't able to um, communicate, she filled that space with thankfulness. She was always saying the word. She was always thinking the word. She was always um, just living in that state as much as possible. And the doctors had told her as uh, her and her husband that when Benny woke up, that he was probably going to be very belligerent and the side of his brain would cause him probably to be profane, to be inappropriate. Um, where the injury had taken place was, was a location that would probably alter his personality to some degree. And what turned out to be fascinating was when he woke up, he was incredibly thankful. Even when they had to do therapy on him, that was very painful for him. He would tap the therapist on the shoulder or the knee and he would say, thank you, even though it was causing him pain. So what I want to do is to just confirm that what Allison has been teaching today is spot on true. Benny went on to completely recover and uh, get his degree from, from um, he's working on his degree from college. He married a beautiful young woman. He's going to start a family. But there were also three important things that um, his doctor expressed to his mother regarding some research that had been done at a local college, um, uh, which was associated with the factors that allowed head injury patients to fully recover. And when Marilyn, the mother, was discouraged about um, an interaction that she had had with the nurse regarding Benny's uh, condition, this doctor came in and um, was very merciful to her and said, you know, this study, this research showed that there were three main factors that would help head injury patients recover fully. And if these things were in place, they had a very good chance. And the first factor was that the patient had to have a strong will or a strong capacity for perseverance, a kind of inner grit. And the second thing is they would need to have a faith in God. And the third thing was that they would need to have a strong supportive family. And this doctor looked at Marilyn and said, you, or he said, Benny has all of those things in place. He said, Benny's going to recover. So I just want to finish my segment by saying that indeed there is power to heal when we are in a state of gratitude, but to take note of any kind of energetic shrapnel we might be having in our lives and just kind of settle it down so that we can have the serenity and calmness and trust and also maybe take into account with all the mental um uh, frustrations or concerns or depression that people are having. I think what this doctor said to this mother applies to us as well, that we need to have a strong will, a faith in God, and to do what we can to support each other as a family. And we will get through this just fine. So, Allison, thank you for having me and allowing me to share that message. Thank you so much, Lori. What a beautiful story and what a beautiful uh, message that Gratitude can heal. Gratitude can heal. And in this moment now, as we wrap up the show, I want to give you gratitude and I want to give you a gift of gratitude. And, and I just want you right now, if you aren't driving, just close your eyes and put your hands on your heart. If you're driving, just focus on your heart area. And I just want you to think of something that you're really grateful for. 
just think of something that you're really grateful for. Maybe it was a moment of gratitude that you had. Take yourself back to that moment. Maybe it's a person, maybe it's something in your life and experience, but I want you to think of something or someone or moment that you're really grateful for and bring that feeling of gratitude to your heart right now as you think of that moment or that person or that experience. And as you do, I want you to breathe in. And as you breathe in, allow that gratitude to spread throughout your body. Allow that gratitude to spread down your torso, down your legs, the bottom of your feet, down your arms, to your hands and fingertips, up your neck and up your head until you feel like your whole body is filled with gratitude. And now in the next deep breath you take in, as you exhale, imagine expanding that gratitude to fill the space just around your body right now. Imagining that there's a bubble around you right now, just filled with gratitude. Just feeling the frequency right around you raise. And just pay attention to how this feels. Enjoy this moment of gratitude. And my challenge for you is as you go throughout the day, keep this gratitude with you. Keep this high frequency with you. Share this gratitude with the people that come into contact with you. Be a light in the world. And know that you can make a difference. That through gratitude and giving, you are empowered to raise your frequency. You're empowered to raise your immunity. You're empowered to raise your happiness. And you're empowering other people to do the same. And so for those of you who have been inspired today, who want to share more, just go ahead and make a post on social media today, sharing gratitude for someone or something in your life. And just hashtag legendary gratitude, hashtag legendary gratitude. Share that gratitude with the people around you. And until next week, I'm Allison Larson, and you've been listening to Spotlight. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show, can be heard live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go make a difference and be sure to tune in again for the next show.